The Crawford Stand. This week, the president of Crawford Broadcasting Company, Don Crawford, says America may be at a turning point, but it may be God who does the turning. We the people, citizens of America, privileged to be so, by the way, have been a free people in a free country for 244 years. Unbelievable amount of time, is it not? Our freedom journey began in the great year 1776. Our forefathers fought for that freedom, and so many died in the attempt. In the process, there came about incredible documents. The one, our very precious Declaration of Independence, and the other, our beloved one-of-a-kind Constitution of the United States of America. Our freedoms embodied in those documents and amendments were given to us, divinely so, so said the forefathers, inalienable rights from our Creator, and essential and fundamental rights of all mankind. The creators of those documents and those who verbalized our original and initial freedoms fought, they fought for the right to live free. Now it seems in America 2020, 244 years later, that we who believe in those freedoms must fight again to retain them. They are under attack from so many sources and in so many ways, and we now face head-on the answer to the question and challenge of founder Benjamin Franklin, who, with so many others, was so proud of the freedoms we had and they gave us, and he challenged us, Franklin did, to keep them. Can you, he said, if you can keep them. (laughs) We're not doing a very good job of that today, it seems to me. That challenge has never been greater. Our freedoms have never been more in danger. Socialism looms, or even more, like perhaps communism. The rule of law is broken with impunity. Constitutional rights are trampled upon. Healthy and respectful diversity is replaced with an angry, aggressive, even militant tribalism. Irreparable division replaces true diversity, and violence, physical and verbal, is among us at every turn. First of all, freedom of speech, that most important inalienable right in our First Amendment, is not only attacked, but curtailed and restricted and abridged, no matter the constitutional prohibition, and free speech is no longer tolerated if someone deems it to be hate speech, and without free speech, very free speech. All other freedoms die. All other freedoms die. And that so surely includes freedom of religion. The Romans, rulers of the world in the time of Jesus and Paul, had turned completely corrupt morally, politically, and culturally. Roman lifestyles were lascivious, depraved, and decadent, so much so that the Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Romans, stated that God gave them over. God gave them over to that incredible, lascivious, and sinful way of life, and in essence, withdrew from them, withdrew, and what they did, their conduct, and how they lived, and that only got worse. It seems they delighted in any form of perversion these older Romans did, and the more and the worse, the better. They denied the existence of God, even to the point of making Caesar God. Those early Romans hated the name of Jesus and anything Christian. 
They were softened, spoiled, no longer the robust, aggressive, and feared Roman Empire. They were no longer, like America, the shining light set on a hill. An example for all to see. Rome, Rome, the once eternal empire, eroded and eventually disappeared. Many think that is the path of America today, the journey which will end America as we now know it. What do you think? It seems to many today that God has at least begun the process of giving us over. That is, we the Americans, to the perverse and lascivious way of life we seem to have adopted. We have, like the Romans of old, become a permissive society where virtually anything goes. The cultural structure of old, morality as it was defined, and social assumptions change by the day. Don't you feel that? Don't you see that? Godless, even those who hate the notion of God, carry the dialogue and form the new morality, or rather the, the new immorality. Our era is characterized by lawlessness, a complete disrespect for law and order, and a complete disregard for constitutional restrictions and freedoms, and a total disregard for the rule of law of any kind, so it seems. Anything goes. It seems as though men and women of goodwill have abandoned the marketplace of ideas and conduct and freedoms to those who would destroy them. The good have abandoned the political arena or at least lost control and influence. And the godless, the immoral, have taken over. And this, tragically enough, may only be the beginning. It seems clearly so, at least to me, that the worst is yet to come. Recently, Dr. James Dobson, he formerly a focus on the family and now the leader, director, and speaker of Family Talk, you ought to listen to that program, by the way, issued an open letter in July to fellow believers everywhere. Jim Dobson is an outstanding Christian and scholar and psychologist, having spent 14 years as an associate clinical professor of pediatrics at the University of Southern California School of Medicine and the author of some 30 books. No one questions his credentials. The Crawford Broadcasting Company played a large role in the founding, broadcasting, and spreading of Focus on the Family in the early 1980s. And we have been proud to do so with Dr. Dobson, and the same for Family Talk. One good man, one really good man, Jim Dobson, a real and true servant of our Lord. He reminds us in that July open letter of his, Boy, you, you really need to get that and read that. Of examples in history where peoples and societies became so wicked, so irredeemably evil at the core, that God gave them over, left them. The hearts of the Romans had become so hardened, God actually left them to their own devices. He gave them over, and he was gone. He was gone. They were given over to a depraved mind. Their hearts and minds were filled with every kind of wickedness. They became evil to the core. They were full of deceit and malice. The truth was not in them, so said Paul. They became arrogant, slanderous, and they became God-haters. God-haters. They were infected with serious pride. And says Paul, they even began to invent new ways of doing evil in their totally corrupt minds. The old evil wasn't good enough. They became ruthless and faithless, these Romans of Paul's time. 
These Romans were on a sure course to destruction, and sure enough, that happened. Such a wicked, godless way of life, immorality run rampant, can never survive. Like Paul, Dr. James Dobson poses the hypothetical that America seems to be on the very same Roman path to destruction. He says so most poignantly. How, how can we miss the similarity between then and now, between Rome and America? Dr. Dobson goes on to say, we can have no idea where we are on the timetable of God's judgment, but it is terrifying to think of him abandoning us to our own degeneracy. Ah, oh, it surely is, and it very well may happen. In the day of Noah, so says the Old Testament, mankind died in a flood that covered the earth. That is, all but one, Noah and his family, all the rest gone. And then there were Sodom and Gomorrah, again, one survivor, Lot and his daughters, and Jerusalem, utterly destroyed by the Babylonians, which marked the beginning of Babylonian captivity for 70 years for the early Jewish people and the Israelis. No matter the warnings of the weeping prophet Jeremiah, he warned them, but they would not listen. America may be next. There are many, there are those who warn us, but we don't listen, we don't heed the call. And therefore, God seems well on the way to giving us over to this new normal morality, the new normal morality, where anything goes, anything. Dr. James Dobson, like the Apostle Paul of old, bewails American perversions. Pornography exists everywhere, so that America has become the pornography capital of the world. We have. Incredible. And there is the growth of pedophilia, now even sanctioned to some extent by godless psychologists. And there is, of course, rampant infidelity, immorality, and new sexual freedoms at every turn. God may have no choice but to give us over. There continues to be the importation of young girls and women who then become sex slaves. Can you believe that? What an abomination. And illegal drugs, more addictive and more powerful than ever. They're everywhere, readily available and corrupting the bodies of old and young with impunity. And there is lawlessness and a disregard of the law growing by the day. And, of course, the old standbys, greed, financial greed, but also the lust for power and the lust for control, substantial enemies to democracy, and violence and more of it at every turn. Old notions of safety in America no longer exist. You will undoubtedly see the rise of vigilantes. Our educational systems and institutions rewrite history and the rules of learning with impunity. The history of old is done away with, and, of course, deeply disrespected. And Paul identifies and bewails what was then and as it is now, the unnatural, the unnatural. Paul, like Dr. James Dobson, refers to this sexual conduct as sexual impurity, impurity that degrades their bodies, says Paul. Women exchange natural relations for unnatural ones, Paul said. And men also abandoned natural relations with women and were, Paul's word, inflamed, inflamed with lust for one another. 
Men, says the Apostle Paul, committed indecent acts with other men, so much so that God gave them over. God gave them over to a depraved mind. And that unnaturalness, unnaturalness, continues and grows aggressively, even protected by newly found constitutional rights. And then there is abortion, baby killing. That is also now constitutional as it has been for some 45 years. We can thank that infamous decision of Roe v. Wade for that. Dr. Dobson reminds us that there have been 60 million babies whom the Creator was knitting together. Don't you love that one? Knitting together in their mother's wombs. Slaughtered by the abortionist's knife. Slaughtered. Murdered. James Dobson so eloquently states the end result. Their blood, the murdered babies, their blood calls out to the Creator from the ground in which they lie for justice. All of this sounds like America has no hope, that as a free society, morally based, founded on Judeo-Christian principles, constitutional principles, and the rule of law, that day and age is over. And in the words of the most evil man on the face of the earth, George Soros, George Soros, the most evil, destructive man on the face of this earth, said Soros, America will be taken down. You know what? He's probably right the way we're going. But my fellow Americans, there is hope. There really is. God can and will bless America once again, but there are conditions, and they are firm, and they are strict. If we are the people of the great God Jehovah and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, then we the people can only request and receive the blessings of God if we do the following if and only if we do the following, first, we must humble ourselves, humble ourselves, and then pray, and then seek his face, and then turn from our wicked ways. Think about those conditions, all four of them. They've got to be present. They've got to be there, all of them. Not most, but all. We need to humble ourselves. We need to pray fervently and religiously, and we need to seek his face, and then we need to turn from our wicked ways. They're tough ones today, are they not? Think about those conditions. We are a most arrogant, prideful nation and people, are we not? And it is so difficult for us to be humble. Perhaps we pray, uh, I'm sure we do, but will we, the way we are, And the way we live, will we be heard? And then we must seek the face, the love and wisdom of God Almighty. Do we really do that? Do we do that with all of our hearts and minds and strength and souls? Do we do that as we are required to do? All out. But the real condition is turn from our wicked ways. Turn, turn. And that is up to us. That is our choice to do so or not. So far, we have not. We can continue to commit evil, and we all do, or we can be guilty as conspirators in the commission of evil by not doing anything about it, doing nothing to stop it. We cannot expect the blessings of God on us and America unless we proactively and aggressively turn from evil, first ourselves and our own conduct, and then our country. We seem to do so little in that regard, so 
so little. But if all four conditions are met, humble, pray, seek, and turn, all four, humble, pray, seek his face, and turn from our wicked ways, then and only then will we be heard in our prayers and supplications. Otherwise, it's a waste of time to pray unless all four exist. And then we will be forgiven, and only then will our words be heard. And only then get this promise of our Lord, the great God Jehovah, in Second Chronicles. Only then, only then will God heal our land. We pray and sing so often, God bless America, but God will not bless America unless we do all four things he has commanded us to do. And if we don't do them, then surely God will give us up. Give us over. Give us over to our wicked ways and abandon us. So, my fellow Americans and my fellow Christians, it's up to us. There is an enormous amount of work to be done morally, culturally, politically, and spiritually if we, the people, with the help of Almighty God, can expect to turn, or rather return America, to the shining light on the hill it once was. I, for one, pray so sincerely that we do that, although I know how difficult it will be. We, the people of faith, seem to be softened, unwilling to fight the fight of faith. But we must, we must, we must. We have no choice. I pray that you will put on the armor of faith, run the race, and fight the fight so that, once again, we can expect that, in fact, in fact, God will hear our prayers and heal our land, and God will bless America. The views expressed here on the Crawford Stand are those of the speaker, and Mr. Crawford wants to hear from you this week and to know what you think about what you heard him discuss, the state of sinful America and the possibility that God may turn her over. What do you think? Tell him in your email to stand at crawfordbroadcasting.com. When you do, be sure to tell Mr. Crawford on what station you hear the stand. His email address again is stand at crawfordbroadcasting.com. When you want to review what you hear, go to our website, crawfordbroadcasting.com. The Crawford Stand is a public affairs presentation of Crawford Broadcasting Company and this station. Serving God and country, I'm Bill McCormick.